Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A 51-year-old woman named Orshoya Gall was brutally murdered in her home on Saturday, April 16th. She was stuffed in a hockey bag, wheeled out of her home, and was found on the side of the road about a half mile away from her house. A man who was walking his dogs found... Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. ...the hockey bag and called the authorities. The man responsible was taken into questioning and was arrested and he was arraigned yesterday, Thursday, April 21st. The man who is responsible for this brutal murder, his name is David Bonala, and he confessed to the murder. So who is this guy and what do we need to know about him? Let's get into it. So a little bit about the background of David Bonala. He's 44 years old, he has two children, and he was married. It was said that he lives alone. He came to the U.S. from Mexico around 21 years ago, and according to the police and his Facebook profile, it said that he studied in the New York School of Interior Design, and also he appears to be an aspiring filmmaker. I've also read that he's into music and playing music. He was arrested and arraigned on Thursday, April 21st, He's charged with second-degree murder, first-degree criminal tampering, and fourth-degree criminal possession of a weapon. David was a handyman for Ashoya and the family home, and it said that he was a heating and air conditioning repairman, and he worked several times at their home. But authorities say that there was an affair going on with Ashoya and David, and that it had ended, it was on and again and off again, and it recently ended. In the past, David has commented on Ashoya's Facebook photos, and he called her the most beautiful woman and said uh, loving in numerous of her posts, apparently. Now, there was some interesting information that came out about Starbucks. David would leave some creepy love notes for the people who were working at the Starbucks, for the baristas. He was a regular at this Austin Street coffee shop in Forest Hills in the area where Ushoya lives. And one of the girls who worked there said he would come up to us and ask for coffees and tell us that we looked pretty and made comments about how we look. And it made the staff uncomfortable. She said that the staff would call the cops on him numerous times, but by the time the cops got there, that he was already gone. And a NYPD spokesperson said that there was a file on this uh, harassment complaints, but it didn't match what this woman is claiming. So it'd be interesting to see what exactly is in that file. The girl said he was creepy, he stalked people. She said it was known. Everyone knew he was a weird individual, especially in the Starbucks on Austin Street. She said he even went as far as proposing to two of us, which is super unsettling because of how weird the interactions were. 
and he'd go to this Starbucks multiple times a week. He'd order the same thing. They said a dark roast pour over and a lemon loaf or a banana nut loaf. It says he also handed them a note and gave them jewelry and asked them to be with him. So this is a little, little over the top, don't you think? But as for the jewelry, it makes me wonder if he's buying this jewelry or if he's taking it and if Orshoya actually had any jewelry missing. At this point, I'm wondering. He also asked these women personal questions like their ages, their birthdays, where they lived and where they went to school. He'd also put love notes in a tip jar and also song lyrics that he made about the girls. And the woman says, I'm speechless that it was him after all the creepy incidents that happened and how unsettling he made everyone feel, especially the females I worked with and even the customers in the lobby. It's crazy to think about. David's neighbors said that he was somewhat of a night owl. It says that he was often seen riding his bike, playing music, and sometimes carrying a guitar. Investigators found an interesting note on the refrigerator at Ershoyas and it says get a new handyman. So now more information is coming out about David and what happened in those early morning hours of Saturday. Orshoya arrived at home. It said around 12.20. Previous reports said it was about 11 p.m. But she actually went to the Lincoln Center earlier in the night. Then she stopped off at a local pub and she had a Moscow mule and then she left and walked home. After uh, she arrived home, it was said that David arrived and it said that she let him in, she knew him, and around 12.40 a.m. is when he went in. Now, uh, in reports, it says because she knew him, she let him in the house. He then engaged her in a verbal dispute and unfortunately, she had to ask him to leave multiple times. Now, her son, Leo, who's 13 years old, was upstairs. So they went down to the basement and they began arguing. And as I mentioned earlier, they had an on again, off again romance and it was ending, but it said that David wanted to rekindle this situation. And then David used a knife that was from the home to slash her throat and to stab her 58 times in the neck, in her torso and her arm and other reports also in her hands. Now David then grabs her Shoya, stuffs her into a hockey bag and then he waits at the house until 4 a.m. in which time he leaves the house and he carries the hockey bag behind him. He also leaves a trail of blood while walking. Now in my previous video, I had mentioned it's about a 17 minute walk from where they found the body. He actually leaves the bag on the side of the road and I had wondered in my last video, why would somebody do that if they're walking and then they just leave it there? Because it's just right adjacent to a uh, forested area. Well, what he did was he left it there and then he walked through that forested area to go home. So I guess he didn't want to leave another trail all the way to his house. And authorities did find his jacket full of blood along the way. As the investigators were searching, they end up finding his boots, a t-shirt and bloody bandages in a bag near his home or just outside of his home. And he was treated later at a local hospital for injuries to his hands. From Oshoya's home to his house is about three miles and authorities found the murder weapon which matched the knives in Ashoya's home. So Wednesday night on the 20th, he was brought in for questioning. And what's interesting 
is that David made some incriminating statements and he calmly confessed to the murder of Orshoya. And it was said that it was done in a matter-of-fact manner. A police source said it was very matter-of-fact, very thorough. He answered every question they had. At no point did he request a lawyer. After that, he confesses and he eats a bagel and cream cheese and just downs it like no big deal. We see that in a lot of cases, don't we? Alex Cox, after what happened to Tylee, I believe it was Tylee's, it might have been JJ's, he decided just to go to get some uh, fast food right after. Guess it made him a little hungry. There's a gentleman who was interviewed that knows David, and he is a nearby florist, and he said that David would often stop by and buy one single rose. He said he recognized also Orshoya from photos because David showed him uh, photos of her in the past. He said he was very in love with her. He was talking about her as a very nice girl, very respectful. It's hard to believe. He was a nice guy, damn it. For me, it's hard to believe. In court, the prosecutor talked about the boys, Orshoya's boys, and said, two boys are left without a mother and a young teenager faces the added trauma of being home when this heinous murder took place. So this is all kinds of a crazy story. I've been following it. The reports were so all over the place on this, but now obviously it's getting dialed in and this David guy is a real piece of work. Now what's interesting too is the reports from Starbucks. I mean, the creepy comments, the creepy behavior, people alerting the police. I mean, how often did this happen, right? And if it happened at the Starbucks, you best believe it's gonna be happening at other places and other times. And this just escalates. It typically does escalate. I mean, it turns into, you know, a comment here and there. Now it turns, turns into obsession with people. And here we are, a woman is murdered in her own home. I don't know the details of the affair. I don't know if uh, it was just solely, I wouldn't think it would be just from what David is saying. I think they would probably have, the police would probably have other information to lead them to believe that they have been having an affair for two years, it was said, off and on, but, uh, pretty scary. Let me know if you have any more information about this guy below. I combed as much as I could today. I know it looks a little bit different here. I'm not in my regular spot today. It's my anniversary, so my husband and I are having some fun today. So I'll keep you posted on any new news. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already. Please like and don't forget to share. If you'd like to see more info on this case, please be sure to click that subscribe button and also check out my playlist below. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you soon. Buenos dias world from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for season three of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.